0: Welcome everyone to the 2022 ACB Conference and Convention here, there, and everywhere. We are now playing the ACB Walk Song and let's hear it from the ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk Teams. They're coming in the ballroom right now. Everybody stand and give them a big round of applause.
1: It's gonna be, it's gonna be in person and virtual too. It's a hybrid. You can be there either way for the ACP
2: Convention 22. ACP
3: Walk, ACP Walk, yes,
4: you know it's gonna be. It's gonna be a hybrid. It's all up to you. You can be there, you can be there, or do it virtually for the ACP Convention 22. And we'll be walking
1: everywhere. Yes, we'll be walking everywhere. So put on your walk, and join us
0: for the convention Woo! this year. All right, let's hear it for our ACB walkers. <laughs> Woo! Thank you so much. Thank you, Donna Brown and team. We'll be hearing more about them throughout the week, but congratulations to all our walkers. They had a wonderful tailgate party. And they are fired up and ready to go. Thank you all so much. Please grab a seat. All right, now I'd like to call our convention back to order. And I'd like everyone to please quiet down for a moment of meditation. And reflection. So, everybody, please take one moment and let's think about all of those that we have and we have lost, and let us remember our organization and each of us in love. Thank you. And now, I would like to introduce for the presentation of colors, the Offutt Air Force Base Honor Guard. And also, Amanda Coker, to sing our Star Spangled Banner. Everyone, please stand. Guard is now on, on the stage.
5: Halt. 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 Oh, say, can you see by the dark, early light? What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad drives and bright stars Through the perilous fight For the love we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's were club bubbles bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does the star-spangled banner yet wave for
0: Amanda Coker from Omaha, Nebraska. Wasn't that a wonderful rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner? Thank you, Amanda. Next, I'd like to introduce Mark Bulger, President of ACB Nebraska and Chair of the Nebraska Host Committee, our Convention Host Committee, and Deb Ward, CEO of Visit Omaha, to welcome us to Omaha. Thank you, Mark and Deb.
6: All right. Welcome, everybody, to the great state of Nebraska, the wonderful city of Omaha. We are so glad to welcome you. You are truly in the heartland of America. For the last several years, we have been eagerly and excitedly waiting for this opportunity for the American Council of the Blind to gather together. Uh, I did not realize all the work that was required until our host committee became a group. And uh, I tell you, we've been working weekly together since August of last year. And I can't tell you how much I've grown to appreciate the American Council of the Blind national group and how much they do and how much work is required. And these things just don't happen. It takes, it takes a lot of people to make this work and I, I, I can't tell you how many people are behind the scenes working, volunteering, and doing different things because they want you to feel welcome here in Omaha. They want you to be independent. We want you to, to be all that you can be. And there's no better place to do that than to be in Omaha right now and to be part of the American Council of the Blind. So welcome everybody. Enjoy your week and may God bless us all. Thank
7: you.
8: There we go. Good evening, everyone. I'm Deborah Ward with Visit Omaha. And on behalf of the mayor of Omaha and the governor of Nebraska, we want to welcome you to our city and state. We're very excited to have you here. Over the next 10 days, we want you to create memories that will last a lifetime. If this is your first time visiting Omaha, will you raise your hand? Oh my goodness, it's the majority of you. Awesome! Well, by the looks of your schedule, you're going to be exploring all parts of the city and experiencing a lot of new things. Uh, We hope you will enjoy your visit so much that you will want to visit again and again. You have likely heard a little something about our steaks. Omaha's cow know-how is legendary. So if you are looking for a marbled slice of decadence, a cut of beef, you'll remember like it was your birthday, you have come to the right place. And while we know that we're known for steak, did you know that the Reuben sandwich was invented here? Ah, it's true. Don't let those New Yorkers tell you any different. Created at Omaha's Blackstone Hotel during a high-stakes poker game in the early 1900s, the Reuben has grown, as you know, into an American menu staple. Now imagine the first bite into a prime Reuben sandwich. The savory corned beef, fresh sauerkraut, bubbly Swiss cheese, and creamy Russian or Thousand Island dressing. Many try to replicate it, but everyone knows the original is always better and you will find a variety of restaurants serving the original recipe or their tasty variations. Now, as you explore with your group or out on your own, a couple of tips. Just a few blocks from here, straight up 10th Street, is the Old Market Entertainment District. Cobblestone streets, sounds like somebody's gone already. already (laughs) Cobblestone streets lined with restaurants, pubs, boutiques, antique emporiums, and sweet shops. And if you have a sweet tooth, how many have a sweet tooth? Okay, just as many, raise their hand. Um, You have got to try the mud ball at the Old Market Candy Shop. I dare you to eat just one. It is a chocolate ball of heaven. Um, There's Bob the Bridge. He's one of the longest pedestrian bridges in the country. Suspended in air almost by magic. As you cross, you will feel the bridge sway and it sounds like many of you will be walking on Bob tomorrow. If you are, here's a couple of cool things to note. Bob connects Iowa and Nebraska, and the state line runs right through Bob. So if you go to the right spot, you can stand in two states at the same time. We call it bobbing. And, and trust me, it's a thing. You all need to go bobbing. And, and what does every bridge need? A troll. Right, gosh, there's smart people out here. Omar the troll sits underneath Bob and legend has it that if you rub his big toe, it will bring you luck. So all of you need to go rub his big toe. Omaha is also home to the world's best zoo. It sounds like many of you were able to visit Omaha's zoo yesterday. Yeah. Um, It is home to the world's largest indoor desert and the largest indoor rainforest in North America. It is certainly the ultimate interactive zoo experience, but it is also a leader in global conservation efforts. The zoo likes to say that every entrance into the zoo prevents an exit of a species somewhere around the world. So those of you who visited yesterday contributed to helping animals everywhere. As you know, you get to spend the 4th of July holiday here in Omaha. Well, heads up. We really like to celebrate, and we really like to celebrate with fireworks. Lots and lots and lots of fireworks. Uh, You'll get a taste of that Monday night at the ballpark. Okay, so I have some official business to take care of on behalf of the governor and the mayor of Omaha. And so here's the proclamation that they've written. Whereas the American Council of the Blind is a national consumer-based advocacy organization of blind and visually impaired Americans, and whereas the American Council of the Blind strives to improve the quality of life for blind and visually impaired Americans by endeavoring to ensure equal opportunity for blind and visually impaired individuals, and whereas, there's lots of whereases, the American Council of the Blind values acceptance, peer support, diversity, democracy, and direct action in employment, education, and society, And whereas hosted by the American Council of the Blind of Nebraska, more than 1200 members and friends of the American Council of the Blind will assemble for its 62nd annual national conference in Omaha from July 1st to July 8th, 2022. And whereas the proceedings of this conference and convention will be broadcast live to a worldwide audience uh, over the ACB internet radio services, now therefore, I, Jean Stothert, mayor of the city of Omaha, and I, Pete Ricketts, the governor of the state of Nebraska, do hereby proclaim the week of July 1st through July 8th, 2022, as the American Council of the Blind Week. So congratulations. Yeah. In closing, after a couple of years battling COVID, I think we're all ready to step outside of our bubbles and reconnect with the world. And isn't that, yes, we are. And isn't that the real beauty of travel? It connects us with other cultures and new experiences that open up our minds and touch our souls. So sincerely, thank you for being here and opening our minds and touching our souls. Have a great time, and please know you have a standing invitation to come back again. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Deb Ward, and thank you, Mark Bolger. Let's give him a big, huge round of applause, and welcome to Omaha. <laughs> next, we're, next, we're going to present our first video of the evening, which is a highlight video over the last year and, and beyond since we were last together. It was produced by our ACB media specialist, uh, Kelly Gask. And it will be viewed, if you're looking at the stage, there's a big, huge screen to the right of the stage. So, and I believe it's also audio described by, I, I believe, Joel Snyder. So let's listen to the 2022 ACB highlight video.
8: American Council of the Blind, a year in review. ACB logo, dance Spoon.
0: ACB, our organization is strong. It is strong not only in treasure, it is strong in talent, and it is strong
2: in volunteer time. It is all of us coming together to make a difference.
9: Good evening. My name is Molly Quinn, CEO of the United States Association of Blind Athletes. As we all look to rebound from the effects of the pandemic and resume or increase our fitness levels. United States Association of Blind Athletes is proud to support the American Council for the Blind's Get Up and Get Moving
0: campaign. I would like to introduce to you Peter Sagal, host of the NPR Peabody award-winning radio show, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me.
1: I'm here because of my involvement with the uh, blind and visually impaired community, specifically the blind and visually impaired athletic community, which happened, I should say, entirely by accident. Um, it was a twist of fate.
0: And happy birthday, ACB. Wow. Eric Bridges. And so
3: much of, of the access that we have today is through technology. A lot of work has gone in uh, to make this stuff happen by a lot of people. It's... Uh, It is the membership that has driven uh, really these successes over the last 60 years.
10: Cindy Hollis. We have held over the last two plus years, almost 9,000 events. These are all attended by and hosted by and facilitated by people who are blind or visually impaired. It is the blind helping the blind, and everyone is welcome to
11: participate. Kayla Allen. So many people from the community have these amazing skills that they have shared with us, and I have learned so much. Thomas Reed.
12: Welcome, everyone,
13: to the American Council of the Blind's Audio Description Inaugural Gala. That means it's
14: the first of more celebrations to come.
12: Hello, everyone. I'm Jason Momoa, AKA Aquaman and I'm very excited to be here with you this evening for the inaugural celebration of the AD Awards Gala. Audio description constitutes the final, final words of the script,
1: and it reminds us that the beauty is not just in the eye of the beholder, but in the imagination of the listener.
6: And welcome to the first Cooking Without Looking TV show of 2022.
11: Today we have a very special show for you because
15: we have a husband and wife team and their son today, Tyler, who's also going to join us. Eric is the Executive Director of the American Council
11: of of the Blind, the ACB. Clark Rockfall.
1: Thank you everyone to joining the American Council of the Blind for the 11th Annual Global Accessibility Awareness Day.
6: So I'm Tom Pei, I'm the founder uh, and CEO of uh, Waymap, the uh, what we is the world's most accurate indoor and outdoor navigation system. Thank you to the uh, to you guys, the uh, ACB, because uh, you've been in from the beginning of the idea of Waymap. Um, you've um, uh, you've helped with the development of the standards, um, and indeed you've provided volunteers to uh, to test it out at the early stages in in DC.
1: And Allison Barkoff is the acting administrator and assistant secretary for aging at the Administration for Community Living, which is part of the U.S. Department for Health and Human Services, or HHS. So Allison, welcome to the the ACB Leadership Conference and Legislative Seminar.
11: Great, thank you Clark so much for the introduction. And I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with all of you today, to share a little bit about ACL's mission and priorities, and to really acknowledge all of y'all's incredible efforts uh, and advocacy.
2: Hi, I'm Senator John Thune from the great state of South Dakota. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today. First and foremost, I want to thank each of you for the work you do for the visually impaired community in South Dakota and across the country. Your work to advocate for inclusive public policies that improve the independence, quality of life, and economic opportunity for this community is incredibly important.
0: And you just see our voice resonating over and over again. The latest is with this uh, no no accessibility to uh, home COVID test kits. And here we are, you know, we've had dialogue with the White House, dialogue with National Institutes of Health. We've been invited to a listening session, uh, you know, with the director of uh, the program that's that's dealing with the tests, uh, you know, the, the COVID home test kits. Only an organization like ACB can have that voice. You can never have that voice by yourself. And so Absolutely. collectively organized. We can make such a difference and and that's, that's empowering.
1: We are in the home stretch gearing up for our 2022 virtual hybrid and in-person ACB convention here, there and everywhere that you and our members are. And now that we are going back in person, we're not leaving anyone behind right absolutely we are, we are bringing yep. the community we are bringing the virtual component and even though we'll be in person july 1st to 8th we will have that hybrid ability for everyone to join us uh, certainly in these sessions and in our hearts in omaha
10: everyone join us cannot wait to see you all in omaha
16: A logo, ACB, in print and braille, American Council of the Blind, together for a bright future.
0: All right, whoo! Who says ACB can't get things done? All right, guys, here we are. We have been through a lot. We have been a lot. We have been through a lot over these last three years. But we have gotten through it. We are stronger, we are better. At this point in time, Eric and I want to talk to you a little bit, share our thoughts over the last year and really over the last three years. But we felt the best way to get this whole party started, this was a suggestion I got from Cheryl Cummings. So Cheryl, thank you. She is our chair of our Multicultural Affairs Committee and on our Board of of Publications Director. And we were talking one day and I said, Cheryl, sometimes I just wanna scream. And she said, me too, Dan. And she said, I think we all ought to scream. I said, Cheryl, you're right. So right now, I want everybody to stand up in this hall. Stand up, there are no holes barred here. You can yell at your friends, your neighbors. You can can hug your friends and your neighbors. You can yell, I love you, you can yell, not I love you. You can do whatever you want, but on the count of three, we, for one minute, are going to scream as loud as we can. Is everybody ready? One, two, three. Scream if you're tired of COVID. Scream if you're happy to be in Omaha. Scream. Get it out. Ah! Scream for your favorite sports team. Scream to tell your wife how much you love her. Scream. Get it out there. Woo! Ah! Can't hear you on Zoom. Scream out there. Scream, scream, scream! Woo! Oh! Oh! Scream! ACP! 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 Thank you. Thank you everybody. Woo! I gotta take my jacket off. Hold on. I am telling you, I worked up a sweat. How about you guys? Ah, Cheryl, thank you. It made me feel so good. We have been through a lot these last three years, seriously, folks. But we're here, we've withstood the challenge. We are here all together Think think what we've been through over these last three years. In March of 2020, our president, rightfully so, said we needed to all step back, get in our homes, get safe, and deal with an unpredictable and unknown COVID-19 virus. That was also 90 days before our scheduled convention in Schaumburg, Illinois. Most organizations would have packed it up, gone home, said we can't do this this year, but not ACB. We rose to the challenge and in 90 days, as far as I know, we put on the first virtual convention, fully virtual, of any blindness organization in this country or around the world. We did it. And we did it in ACB fashion. We didn't just do a little conference, that wouldn't be ACB. We did eight full days with over 100 breakout sessions, primetime shows, movies, a banquet. Remember Roy Samuelson? What an absolutely wonderful event. And 20 hours of audio described tours, an audio and virtual exhibit hall. We did it, folks and we did it again the next year even better because 100 breakout sessions wasn't enough, so we did 160 the next year. ACB Media, we had six channels simulcasting breakout sessions for eight days. We had Peter Sagal from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me as our banquet speaker. We increased the number of audio described tours we had. Let's give a shout out to Janet Dickelman and the convention committee. and also the ACB Media Network team with Rick Morin, Deb Cook-Lewis, Jeff Bishop, Larry Gassman, and team. What an absolutely amazing effort to pull those two conventions off. But we didn't just do the conventions. We did our DC leadership conferences. Again, we can't walk on Capitol Hill. All the offices are closed. What do we do? Do we cunt-tell and go home? No, we came together We said, let's do these Zoom sessions. Let's get everybody involved. Let's get in in contact with our legislators in our offices and let's schedule Zoom meetings. And what did we find out? We found out we could get more accomplished. We could get more members involved. California, Florida, Texas, on down the line, we had as many as 30 and 40 members of a particular uh, affiliate that participated in the Hill visits over Zoom. We found that we could get more done, people were more receptive, and we were more engaged. We could get our members to do show and tell, to talk about different items that interested them, whether it be low vision devices or medical equipment, durable medical equipment. We did an amazing job, and we not only did it with our legislative visits, We did two days of DC uh, legislative seminar. We did an amazing president's meeting. We did multiple sessions. We can't help ourselves, guys. We can't just do something. We have to do it better than everybody else, and that's what makes us ACB. So thank you all so, so much for all your efforts. We would never have been able to do this without all of our members. But at the same time, you know, besides getting advocacy work done, and convention work done in meetings. We also have really taken good stewardship of our finances within ACB over the last three plus years. We have been able to build up our investment accounts. Before we had the downturn in the market here six months ago, we had built our investment portfolio, to. Uh, 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 <coughs> excuse me, we had built up our investment portfolio to $5.5 million. Now that was unheard of for the American Council of the Blind, and what that has allowed us to do is weather a downturn in the economy and a time when it occasionally we have sponsors and corporate partners that are not able to give at the same level that they were able to give before, especially two years ago. But our members stepped up. They did an amazing job of supporting all of our RDC programs, whether it be the monthly monetary support program, the auctions or our Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Thank you all for all of your support of ACB. (laughs) So we've done it folks and we will continue to do it. At this point in time, I wanna turn it over to Eric to give an update on what's going on with our staff and some of the, the really key activities that have taken place over the last year. And then I'm gonna come back for a few closing remarks. So, uh, Eric.
3: Well, good evening. This is cool, We're, we're in the same room together. I'm not behind a laptop speaking into the ether. Hoping that people are laughing or interested or not falling asleep while I'm speaking. This is cool. Well, it's great to be with you all. So the last time we all got together, uh, my wife and I hadn't even had our second child yet. So uh, Noah, Eric Bridges, was born uh, in February or December. Jeez, why did I say February? December of 2019. So, Rebecca was pregnant with Noah uh, in Rochester. And uh, some of you saw uh, little Noah in February of 2020 at the Leadership Conference. So, a lot has changed, uh, but a lot hasn't. And the, the dedication of the staff of the American Council of the Blind, the, the folks that are tasked with uh, implementing and, and working on the issues that the members and, and leadership of this organization, uh, prioritize uh, our dedication, our passion has remained through this entire period. Uh, a lot has happened over the last couple of years. Let's, let's just talk about really the, the last year. And in fact, before we do that, are you aware that there are staff members of the American Council of the Blind that had not ever met one another until last night because of the pandemic. Yes, we have regular contact through meetings on Zoom and Teams. Yes, there's great collaboration that is able to happen, but many of us had never met one another face-to-face until we arrived here. And last night at, at uh, we, we did a staff reception last night for everybody. It was really cool just to actually meet Colby Garrison. She exists. Yeah. She's just not that effervescent voice on the other end of a Zoom call. Chris Sawyer in our Minneapolis office, who's been managing the mini mall while we're here. He oversees our thrift stores now. Julie Fisher, our HR specialist. And it seems like she's been here a really long time, but it's only been since last March of 21, but Swathananda Kumar. Yeah. And then there are other folks that you all have met down through the years that uh, transitioned from contractor into full-time positions, like Jolyn Bailey Page. Yeah. March of this year, Rick Moran. And many thanks many thanks to Rick uh, for all of the work that he has done in leading uh, the negotiations and the work with the Convention Center AV, as well as the Hilton. Uh, Rick has really been the staff person responsible for what you're seeing and hearing this evening. And uh, just wanna shout out to Rick for all of your hard work. Thank you. And to fill Rick's uh, spot as an ACB Media contractor, we welcomed Larry Gassman. So pretty fantastic. These folks are dedicated to doing quality work that is representative of this fine organization. What have we been up to? Well, There was this thing called the Audio Description Awards Gala that was held last year, and you saw some highlights from that in our highlights video. We looked at one of our key strengths, one of the subject matter areas that we have true expertise in, and no one in the world can deny that the American Council of the Blind has real street cred and subject matter expertise in the field of audio description can I get an amen all right that's great. <laughs> oh my god Dan <laughs> anyway uh, we 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 looked at that area and said man you know what could we do as an organization to highlight the work that's been done the the companies and organizations that are really making it happen and we we pulled together a plan to put together the first ever Audio Description Awards Gala that was held in November of last year. This took a lot of planning, a lot of forethought, and a lot of logistical hoops uh, were jumped through. I hope most of you have seen it. If you have not, it's on our YouTube channel, the American Council of Blind's YouTube channel. Please go and watch it. It's just a little over an hour. It's awesome. It's fully audio described as it should be. But what we were able to do is reach out to our corporate partners to get their buy-in, literally, financial support, but also to, to have them provide, where possible, celebrity talent to uh, lend some cachet to this event. So stars like Jason Momoa, NFL Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner and his wife, Brenda, who were getting ready to release a movie called American Underdog, which premiered in movie theaters on Christmas Day. They were in there, Zachary Levi, who played Kurt Warner in the movie, and other celebrities. We honored companies that were doing it well, doing audio description well, providing it in Let's say Dolby Atmos in nine different languages. I'm looking at you, Apple, and Apple TV Plus. Companies like Netflix, Charter, Comcast NBC Universal. I think we should give them a round of applause for live audio description. The Summer Olympics. The Winter Olympics, the Paralympics, they did it all and they intend to continue on. You'll see some of these individuals honored during our ADP awards video later in the convention. But it was was tremendous and I'm here tonight to let you all know that the Audio Description Awards Gala is coming back. It will be virtual and pre-produced once more this year. But the date of the premiere will be the evening of November 29th. So please be on the lookout. We will have more announcements forthcoming in the coming weeks about who's going to be involved and how all that's going to go down. It's going to be fun. I was so pleased tonight to be able to help with the tailgate before the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Over the past year, ACB has rolled out a campaign that deals with health, wellness, exercise, fitness, you name it, it's in that area. Getting up and getting moving, the get up and get moving campaign was a positive outgrowth of the pandemic when we all had to be indoors when we all couldn't and did not feel safe for a time going out and being six feet away from one another. I don't know what that means still to this day. <laughs> As a blind guy, unless I go get a pool noodle, I guess. I don't know. Uh, you know but what it, what it showed was a historic challenge that our community has faced for decades, and that is a sed- sedentary, sedate lifestyle at times that leads to health complications, that, that leads to more sedate and sedentary life. And so the Get Up and Get Moving campaign is one of those areas where we want folks to feel like they have the ability to take back their health through exercise and fitness. Not talking about running a marathon or doing all the crazy things that Clark Rockville has done in his cycling career. But movement, consistent movement, everyday movement, doing more little by little. And along the way, what we've been able to do is garner some support from some great corporate partners. And so I'm really happy to announce that just very recently, Nike has agreed to be a health hero. Megan Lawrence is with us here tonight. She spoke at the tailgate. Uh, Megan, it's wonderful to have you here. She is the Global Director of Accessibility for Nike. She'll be here for the next couple days. Just, Just before the holidays last year, we were very excited to welcome Walmart as a health hero. Walmart will uh, have a presence tomorrow evening at the, at the uh, pedestrian bridge walk that we're gonna be doing. So thank you very much to them, uh, to Joanne Stevens in the Healthcare Compliance Division as well as Russell Schaefer uh, in the uh, Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Division of, of Walmart for their continued support of Get Up and Get Moving as well as prescription drug labeling at Walmart Uh, pharmacies around the country Um, they're they're really working well with us and and doing a a very nice job and we appreciate their partnership most definitely last and certainly but certainly not least is the american printing house for the blind who's also a health hero for 2022 we've worked hand-in-glove with APH for decades on any number of issues, and it's wonderful that they saw the value in partnering with us on this initiative. So this, this initiative, this campaign, is, is designed to go for three years, but I have a feeling that it will go far beyond because we've struck a nerve in our community about the need to have equal access to exercise and fitness equipment, equal access to our own sensitive uh, patient data that exists in health portals. As well as the need for diagnostic equipment, home health equipment such as uh, glucometers, blood pressure cuffs, insulin pumps, you name it, not nearly enough of that is truly accessible to our population and makes it challenging for us to successfully take our own health back, which we need to do. And in this area, Clark Rockville, our Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs, as well as Swath Kumar and others within the ACB membership have been exhibiting tremendous leadership and effectiveness. Thank you. Another key area for us that has really literally stuck out at times is the inaccessibility of COVID tests. How how many of you have successfully done a, a COVID test from beginning to end by yourself? crickets (laughs) yeah so this is an area that was highlighted in the highlight video um, that Dan has talked about where we have through uh, happy collaboration with a little bit of legal advocacy on the side because sometimes you just need that to move things along been working with the government with National Institutes of Health to figure out how we do this the long-term impact of the work that we're doing will mean that at-home diagnostic tests will be accessible to our community in the future and we're not just talking about covid tests we're talking about pregnancy tests we're talking about other home at-home diagnostic tests that we ought to have the right to privacy and security and independence to take and understand the result all on our own. Later this, uh, during this convention, there will be a shipment of more accessible COVID tests coming from the federal government. We were notified of this yesterday. The notice that you all received within the last 10 days uh, announcing the availability of these more accessible tests was a, a good sign it is not the solution. But what I am here to say is there will be many of these tests made available to attendees here at no charge within the next couple of days. A lot is happening, from the work that ACB Media is doing to to ensure that this convention goes far and wide beyond this room, that that these sessions are podcasted and made available to listeners around the world within days and weeks of this convention, being able to listen through the ACB Link app, acbmedia.org, or your Amazon Echo. A lot has happened over the last couple of years. Parts of this organization have evolved so quickly and so, uh, I would say breathtakingly, but it's been by necessity. We need to be able to provide more information, more data, more outreach to you all than ever before. We make mistakes. We aren't perfect, we're humans. But what I will say is when we make mistakes, there's never nefarious intentions in mind. We make mistakes because we are not perfect. And we oftentimes, as the day-to-day leader of this organization, we strive not to make the same mistake over again. So with that, as we continue to evolve, and there are questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out to us in the office. My email is ebridges at acb.org. Please feel free to reach out to me. With that, I am so looking forward to the rest of this week. At some point, I will be looking forward to some sleep. That'll probably happen in about 16 years. But thank you so much, and I will hand it back to Dan.
0: Thank you, Eric. Let's hear it for Eric Bridges and our ACB staff. Well, folks, that's a lot, but there's even more. So I want to talk a little bit about our scholarship and awards committees, one of our main steering committees inside of the American Council of the Blind. Two years ago now, maybe three, I guess, we formed a partnership with the American Foundation for the Blind where we help administer their scholarship funds. And so again this year, I want to announce that we have 19 scholarship winners that will spend and receive $92,000 from the American Council of the Blind and AFB. This is a wonderful achievement. And all of our scholarship winners will be here tomorrow morning on stage. Please come and give them a huge round of applause. They deserve it. In addition, I want to talk a little bit about our partnership with the National Park Service, Google, and the University of Hawaii. Five years ago, the American Council of the Blind entered into a partnership with the goal of describing all 400 visitors' brochures at all of our national parks and historical monuments. At this stage, we are almost halfway through that journey. I want to thank JoLynn Bailey Page, who's been the project manager for this since its inception, and I want to thank all the hard work of the Audio Description Project Committee and the partnership with Brett Oppercard and the folks at the University of Hawaii. We have worked through a pandemic to do virtual field visits, and we have now completed a hundred of these virtual field visits. It's been a really great accomplishment. And if you want to listen to those visitors brochures, go to the Unity app, download it and enjoy your national parks. They'll be here this week. Please get to see them in the exhibit hall and get your free National Park card that you're entitled to. I also want to just echo a little bit more about what Eric said related to accessible COVID testing. We heard loud and clear that we need to do something about this and do it quickly. And this is where the collaboration comes in within the American Council of Blind. Gary Morin, who works as a 508 coordinator in the National Institutes of Health, is also of a member of our 508 Audio Description Project Committee focusing on bringing audio description to all of our federal agencies. Gary, put us in touch with the director of the institute that actually is responsible for the COVID accessible test kits. I'll never say it. I'll just give it an acronym. It's NIBIB. I I did not know that the National Institute of Health had 27 institutes that made it up. It's a humongous agency. But they are responsible for the RADx program through his communication and our due diligence led by Clark Rockville We had our first listening session three months ago where we heard from Bruce Tromberg, the doctor and director of NIBIB, where he assured us that he would work at both a short-term, intermediate-term, and long-term solution for accessible test kits. They backed that up with monthly listening sessions. The American Council of the Blind did not have one or two people at this listening session we had five. We had Clark Rackful. we had Kim Charlson, we had Claire Stanley, we had Jeff Tom, and we had oursel- myself. And we were loud and we were clear, and we are already seeing the results. You'll see, uh, the, I think on Tuesday at uh, four o'clock, I think it is, or 2.30, uh, there'll be a session with the Deputy Director of NIBIB, she will be in a one of our hybrid breakout sessions to talk to us about the test and to answer all of our questions. It'll be interactive. It'll last for the whole time. So please, if you got to have an opportunity, come and see Dr. I call her Dr. Jill, uh, but uh, our uh, the other Dr. Jill, uh, and she really, uh, you know, I think uh, is 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 there to answer our questions. Last, I want to Well, I got two more things to talk about. Next. I want to talk about our community. Our community did not exist two years and three months ago. Through the work of Cindy Hollis, our Manager of Membership Engagement and Colby Garrison, our Community Assistant, and our new community support committee headed by Lucy Edmonds. We have worked over these last two plus years to actually, I think we're getting very close to actually having broadcast 9,000 community events. It has truly touched, we have 300,000 touch points. That's how many times a blind person has got on a community event and participated. 300,000, that's a lot of touches, folks. And we've done that because of all of you. We have 150 trained hosts. We have almost 200 facilitators. We have so many folks that have given so much of their time, committees that bring wonderful programming, special interest affiliates, individuals. It has given us an opportunity to connect, connect often, and connect instantly. And I wanna thank all of you because without the community, we would not be where we are today. Thank you so much. Last but not least, I want to get a little personal. This has been a very difficult year. I right after i left the convention last year i had the wonderful opportunity to have emergency surgery and have a stent put in my main artery that went to my heart that will change your perspective on life folks i tell you then i lost my father in january and i know many of us are dealing with parents that are aging it's a very difficult situation a week later i lost my brother-in-law to covid19 they found him on his apartment floor But I always try to look at things on the positive side. And I always come back to our five core values. Integrity and honesty, respect, collaboration, flexibility, and initiative. And I want to add one more to that because I think it's really important. And that's kindness. These last three years have been very, very difficult on all of us. It truly, truly has. And we've done amazing things. But too many times over the last six months, I've seen us not act with kindness, but kind of look at our members and friends as somebody that maybe we can we can lash out or kind of get away with having a bad conversation or a bad feeling with and it's not fair it's not right for any or all of us we we are family we care so much about each other i'm going to tell you a little story that happened to me and i put it in one of my president's messages a few years ago when i first became president when i was in college i was a kind of a cocky guy you know go to the sporting events give everybody a hard time so me and my buddies, we're sitting at a baseball game at the University of Florida. And we're playing Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt's a pretty good baseball team, I don't know if you all know that, but they're, they're doggone good. Gators aren't bad either. But anyway, so they're playing baseball. And we are giving the manager heck. How many of y'all been to, base? we're going to a baseball game Monday, right? Yes. Yeah, so how many of you know, you just kind of, you heckle the manager, you give him a hard time. So we're, hey buddy, where'd you get those pants? you know I didn't know you wanted to show me what's going on you know we're just giving them a hard time we're heckling them you know where'd you get that hat you know man, what a beer belly you got on you buddy we're yelling at him we're giving him a hard time we're having so much quote-unquote fun right so about the third inning there's a woman sitting in front of me with her little daughter had to be five six years old and she she's sitting in the row right in front of me and she leans over to her mom and she says mom why do those men that are sitting behind us hate hate daddy so much i could have rolled underneath that stadium at that point in time and i have never ever forgotten that as long as i live i'll never forget it so when you When you say things when you reach out in a moment of anger or a moment of frustration and you take it out on your colleague on your friend it hurts and don't forget that it hurts so this weekend when the person's in front of you in line and they're taking too long to order don't get mad give them a hug When you're sitting at that elevator and you can't wait for those, you're getting on at the same time they're getting off, don't yell, just say, I'm here, let's take our time, we'll get through this. You know, let's take the opportunity this week to reconnect, to cherish our friendships. It has been so great to see each other again. I tell you, the last Cindy Hollis hug almost took the breath out of me today. She has a future, if it's not in hugging, it could be in, you know, I don't know, I won't go there, but she can hug. I just want to tell you, be careful. Be on the lookout for Cindy. So for each of you, please take that extra moment and be patient. We have never done a hybrid convention before. I think it's going really well. I've been in several of the sessions. The sound is incredible. We've got AV folks working their tails off. Our ACB media team is just really putting it all together for all of us. Enjoy your convention. Enjoy being a member of ACB. And what do we like to say? Are you ready for it, gang? Yeah. Hip, hip. Hooray. Hip, hip. Hooray. Hip, hip. Scream one more time! A yeah! yeah. yeah. B A C B A C B A C B A C B A C B A C B. Woo! All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Now we have a wonderful opportunity to meet a new. They're not new to ACB, but for the first time this year in a long time, they are a diamond sponsor for our 2022 conference and convention, and that is Vespiro. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a wonderful opportunity this year at our DC Leadership Conference to get to know their CEO, Bob Seminara. He's officially from Clearwater, Florida, but we know he lives in Lakeland with his wife and his six dogs next to his son and his daughter-in-law. And he has become a very close friend of the American Council of the Blind. And I'm honored right now to introduce Bob Seminera.
12: Dan, I can't thank you enough for that warm welcome. And I'm so inspired by you every time I meet you and and talk to you. And, uh, I tell you, I just brag about you every time you are the best interviewer I've ever met. And, uh, I don't know that this is going to be an interactive session. Wasn't sure, but, um, I have some comments I'd like to make. And, uh, if we have a chance to interact, great. If not, I look forward to seeing you soon. And, uh, and, uh, I, you know, it's funny. I, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with Dan where baseball didn't enter the conversation and, uh, I just get a chuckle out of it. And, uh, I won't mention how the Tampa uh, Bay team is doing. Um, I did, as, as Dan did mention, I just repatriated from, uh, New York to Clearwater and I'm trying hard to become a Tampa Bay fan, Dan, I'm working on it. So, um, Good evening, and thank you, Dan, Eric, and the ACB for, for inviting me to speak your your meeting today. Um, it's nine o'clock in the evening here, and uh, I am not wearing my pajamas, I uh, promise you that. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I've been in Sparrow for about five months as a CEO, and it's been an absolute wonderful privilege, and I have so many words I could use there, a blessing, to be in this role to support my team and, and support all of you in, through our products and our innovation and through our daily interactions. One thing I've learned about Isparo is not the brand that you know. Uh, the brand that you know will be Freedom Scientific, Optolec, Enhanced Vision, TPGI, and probably you really know the brands like Jaws, Fusion, and maybe some of our products like the Amigo 8, which we're, um, I'm happy to announce we're releasing today. But what really compelled me to come to Visfero was uh, our our purpose. The fact that we are an organization driven by a purpose to make the world better for individuals so that, um, really to empower individuals to succeed in environment where people are blind and visually impaired, provide assistive technology so you can operate independently, And also, uh, our mission is to try to change the world by making it more accessible. We have a group in digital, our our enterprise compliance group, which focuses on making the world easier to interact with through the digital content. So I focus on three things innovation, partnering, and getting the word out to consumers and enterprises about what we can do for them. Uh, Innovation. We have six new hardware products coming to market. The Amigo 8 is a a brand new product we're launching this week. Some of the key features are the first uh, handheld magnifier with live panning. We have 30X magnification as opposed to our prior product with 25X. And it's based on Android software, which allows us to uh, enable more features in the future. It's eight inches. And we're really excited about that. We have a number of new products coming to market. Six, as I mentioned, this year and uh, at least that many next year. We have new JAWS Fusion features coming out. We just um, had a release in June. Uh, Our notification history manager seems to be quite popular. And uh, our enterprise compliance group continues to partner with enterprises to help them make their digital content and kiosks more accessible. our, Our mantra is, if it's not usable, it's not accessible. So I'm spending a lot of time allocating resources and focusing on innovation. Second thing I mentioned, partnering. Uh, We're doing a lot of work um, happily with ACB and uh, we want to thank you for continuing to fight on behalf of blind and low vision people. And it's the advocacy by ACB and, and the members that will ensure people who are blind and low vision can successfully go to school, work, live productive lives. Lives, excuse me. And uh, we see our relationship as, as vital to making that happen, whether it's through our community calls, our Access Academy webinars. I know Elizabeth was talking to a group today from my team, um, podcasts, webinars, clubhouse events. It's really, uh, it's, it's, it's key for us to be avail- available in the platform that works for you. And when I say partnering, I also mean partnering with government agencies. We're working, we're fighting the fight. Um I hired a lobbyists to work with us to um, help us with navigating through the government agencies, whether federal or local or, or funding and, and enforcement where we where we have issues, for example where where um, there's there's issues with compliance and uh, this is where we can help <clears throat> finally, the third thing um, I mentioned was getting the word out um, <clears throat> Now, JAWS has been a brand in the marketplace for a long time, and many of you know, know our brands, um, as I mentioned earlier, whether it's Freedom Scientific, Optilec, TPGI, um, Enhanced Vision, and our product brands. But uh, many enterprises are not aware of what we do and what we can do for them to make their content more accessible. And I'm spending a lot of time there working with them and the good news is there's a receptive audience now, more so than there has been in the past. We, I find CEOs and senior leaders and organizations, they're now putting in positions with diversity, equity, inclusion. And we like, you know, as Eric Bridges um, told me, there's an A there called accessibility. And, uh, um, and we're seeing that, whether it's making their um, career websites more accessible to employees or prospective employees or whether it's making their content more accessible to consumers. So in closing, I wanna thank you Dan and Eric and the ACB team for a wonderful partnership and for what you do every day to make the world a better place for your members and for people who interact with our products. And I I, uh, hope we get to see you again soon. Dan, I'd love to... uh, spend some time with you. Maybe we go to a baseball game. I know, I know you're going to see the uh, storm chasers on Monday, I think. Um, I hope you have a great conference.
0: Thank you, Bob. Thank you for your wonderful comments and thank you for being a friend of the American council of the blind.
12: Thank you, Dan.
0: All right. That was wonderful. Bob is just such a great guy. Uh, Next, it's time for our life member presentations, so I'm going to ask Nancy Marks-Becker to join me here on the stage. Nancy is here. All right, so our first life member this evening is Vida Savoli from San Francisco, California. And we are so fortunate to have Vita here with us this evening to say a few words in person. So let's give a big round of applause for our new life member, Vita.
17: Here you go, Vita. You got quite a fan
0: club. (laughs) Here's your mic. If yeah. it's right. flexible, you can move it. Yeah. I'm
18: short, Dan, okay? okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I'm very proud to be an ACB Life member, and I'm proud of the many efforts that ACB has taken on. And one of my passions uh, is something Dan mentioned this evening, which is uh, equity and diversity. Uh, And therefore, a big shout out to Blind Pride International (laughs) and Inclusive Diversity of California, and of course, all my support from CCB. Um, Right? You go, California, come on. Um, And I have a T-shirt on tonight, and I really want to share this with you. It's really important, it says. If you can be anything in this world, be kind. Thank you. Aww.
0: Thank you, Dan. Okay. okay. Thank you, Vida. And hold right there. We're gonna take a quick uh, snapshot with your plaque. Hold on. So come over, hit this sign. Okay. We'll get away from that podium. All right, so there's, <laughs> your, there's your plaque. Oh, All right, you got it? Okay. Say cheeseburger. I got my mask on here. Let me take my mask off. On. On, they're zooming in on There you the go. All right. Woo! Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Vita. Thank you. Congratulations, Vita. This was great. And we actually were in person. Yeah. This is a whole new thing. I'm loving it. You know, I've been president for three years. It's the first time I got to have an in person convention. It's a new world. All right, next we are going to hear from Pat Tussing, our new Second Life member. Does everybody know Pat? She's with the Braille Literacy Project. And Pat has some remarks for us that she recorded earlier, so let's hear from Pat Tussing. ACB means this to me. To
19: to ACB Media, acbmedia.org and the community chats. We are making history by sending free content to six continents. We are unique among organizations, providing open chats and free classes where people participate in freedom from every part of the world. Not only are we raising the standard of living for people who are blind and with low vision in the United States, We are helping increase knowledge, opportunity,
20: and living standards worldwide. Go, ACB.
0: Thank you, Pat, and congratulations on on becoming a LIFE member. Next, through our Zoom virtual platform, we would like to recognize our next LIFE member, Butch Arnold. Butch was the original president of B-Flag, which has now been renamed Blind Pride International, BPI, LGBTQ, and so we want to say congratulations to Butch and hopefully he can say a few words through Zoom. All right, well, let's try the next one, which is a friend and colleague of Butch's, Patricia Patsy Harlan from Maryland, so Is our next life member. So let's see if uh, Patsy can unmute. All right. Everyone, uh, we started our ACB Angels program in in 2014. So this is now the ninth year of our ACB Angels tribute program. Again, I want to thank Marjorie Beeman and Dan Dillon, who really were the minds behind getting this all started. We now have, uh, it, it's sad to say, but we now have almost 90 angels that have been part of the program for the last nine years. And this year we have five amazing angels to introduce to you all. We're going to start by playing the ACB Angels song. This is This is really a program that is so so meaningful at least to me personally because it's really an opportunity for us to honor those in our organization who have given so much that truly truly have made a difference and to sing the angel song is some assembly required the sweet adelines from nashville tennessee a song that was written by dan Dillon, acb angels <clears throat> Thank you and we're now going to honor two angels both from the state of Hawaii the first is Yolanda Phelan Yolanda's testimony was written by Art Capanella and is voiced by a family member and Vicki Johnson uh, also from Honolulu Hawaii and her testimony was voiced by her husband Kenny Johnson so here are our first two angels both from the state of Hawaii, where it's not so early in the morning tonight that they can actually enjoy the presentation. So, thank you.
16: ACB presents ACB Angel, Yolanda Phelan, May 9, 1939 to July 14th, 2021. A photo of Yolanda, a smiling Pacific Islander with long dark hair. Anthony Ackermine, Honolulu.
21: Aloha. The members of the Hawaii Association of the Blind would like to recognize one of its members, Yolanda Thielen,
20: for her love, compassion, and dedication to ACB and her local community in Hawaii. we like to provide her the
21: as a recipient of 2022 ACB Angel. Landa, we love you and we appreciate you. And we hope that you enjoy this short tribute to her.
22: Text on screen. Hawaii's ambassador for the blind, Landa Phelan was truly one in a million. She was such a true treasure, so loving, caring, and passionate about justice and equality. When diagnosed with macular degeneration in 1997, rather than feeling sorry for herself, she made it her mission to help better the lives of the blind. She especially took interest in Hawai'i's keiki, volunteering and sharing with them what it was like being a guide dog handler. She also participated in various boards and councils, assuring that the voices of the blind were heard. Once introduced to ACB, she found greater ways on how she could get her voice heard. She was small but mighty and dedicated to her advocacy for what was right and just. We will truly miss her. Here's knowing that she is at peace, feeling good, and enjoying everything her friends and colleagues do to keep her spirit alive. A
16: logo, ACB in print and braille, American Council of the Blind, together for a bright future. Against the sparkling background, the letters ACB and below each, its corresponding braille cell, ACB presents ACB Angel, Vicki K. Johnson, July 21, 1955 to March 12, 2021. Vicki, a white woman with shoulder length hair, wearing a red top with a matching red jacket, stands at an indoor tree decorated with lights. Anthony Akamine, Honolulu, an Asian man in a flowered shirt.
21: Aloha. The members of the Hawaii Association of the Blind would also like to recognize one of its members as an ACB angel in 2022. We like to recognize... Vicky Johnson
20: for her love for her energy for her dedication and her compassion
21: her engaging heart in all that she does we hope that you enjoy
20: this tribute about
21: Vicki from her beloved husband, Kenny.
16: Kenny Johnson, a black man.
7: Hi, my name is Kenny Johnson. I'm Vicki Johnson's husband. I'd like to first start off by saying her name is Vicky, not Victoria. She was never named Victoria. She was real adamant about that. And I love that about her. I first met Vicki back in 1976 in Chicago. She had just moved to Chicago from Indianapolis, Indiana, where she went to the Indianapolis School for the Blind. Uh, she learned all of the blind skills that people pick up nowadays, and she was an avid Braille reader, uh, really, really proficient at that. And I last seen Vicky in 1978, because I left Chicago and moved on to California and different places. And we finally got back in touch with each other in 1999. And we started talking, and we developed a relationship. And we connected and got back together. And I found out that she had three kids, two boys and one girl. And she was very devoted to her kids. That's the one thing I can say is that Vicki was a very devoted mother. And then we got together and I found out that she liked riding motorcycles and boats and cars. And she loved speed. And then we moved here to Hawaii in 07. And we got involved with the HAV of Hawaii. And she was always ready to step in when they asked her to help out. I mean, whether it be flying to the Big Island or Maui or whatever, she was there and ready to go. And the thing about Vicky that I love is that she was a happy-go-lucky person. She was not malicious in any kind of a way. She loved people and just loved life. And that is the one thing I love about her because that is the one thing I love about me. And the one thing that I can say is that I really thank you guys for honoring her with this tribute of the ACB angel. I think she would be very proud of that if she was here. And I think that would be a great thing in her life that she would love. And I love that you guys are honoring her. And I thank you for that. So you guys
16: take care. A logo, ACB in print and braille, American Council of the Blind, together for a bright future.
0: Thank you all for that nice round of applause for both Yolanda and Vicki. They'll be sorely missed and aloha. Uh, next, I think what we're going to do is um, move on with our uh, DKM and um, JP Morgan Chase uh, winners, uh, winters, uh, uh, award winners. So at this point in time, I am really honored to introduce Kenneth Simeon Sr. from Beaumont, Texas, Chair of the Derwitt K. McDaniel Fund Committee, as well as a ACB Board of Director, again from Beaumont, Texas. And also Eric Bridges, Executive Director from Alexandria, Virginia, who will talk to us about the JP Morgan Chase Scholarships. And so with that said, here is Kenneth and Eric. Kenneth
23: Good evening, everybody. We are going to be presenting to you three classes of Derwood K. McDaniel. DKM first timers, and three classes of ACB Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows. For 2020 and 21, we'll just be introducing them. And then when we get to the class of 2022, we'll have audio introductions and they will get a chance to speak to you all. Good
18: evening. Uh, my name is Marissa Musemich and I'm from Sterling Heights, Michigan near Detroit.
5: I'm Kayla Allen from Mesa, Arizona.
19: Good evening. I'm Belinda Collins from St. Paul's, North Carolina.
23: Now, we have one person who could not make it here with us uh, from the class of 2020 DKM first timers. Her name is Sarah Freeman Smith, and she's from Houston. We can give her applause. We are going to move forward with our um, 2022 class of DKM first-timers.
2: While honoring the legacy of ACB's founding father, Durward K. McDaniel, since 1996, the Durward K. McDaniel DKM Fund Committee seeks to identify and honor two ACB members who demonstrate leadership potential with the DKM first-timers award on an annual basis one from east and one from west of the Mississippi River. To be considered for the award, interested members must meet the following criteria. Age 18 or older, blind or visually impaired, a member in good standing, current on membership dues, never attended an in-person ACB conference and convention, agree to attend the entire convention, Participate in daily general sessions and designated leadership-related sessions. Applicants also undergo a 30-minute interview with members of the DKM committee. To apply for this award, applicants must submit a letter of application and have a state or special interest affiliate president submit a letter of recommendation by the announced deadline. Recipients are selected in late April and are recognized during the opening general session of the ACB Conference and Convention and honored during the annual DKM First-Timer's Reception. Recipients receive amenities such as complimentary registration fee, travel expenses, lodging, double occupancy, tickets to attend the DKM First-Timer's Reception, ACB Banquet, other special events and a stipend for incidentals introducing the class of 2022 dkm first timers joe derek green resides in sacramento california and he represents the west as the 2022 dkm first timer he is a dedicated father husband and active member of california council of the blind ccb he serves within the Capitol chapter as chair of the Access and Technology Committee with focused efforts to improve access to voting equipment, websites, and more. As a founding member of the Inclusive Diversity of California Affiliate, IDC, he serves on the board of directors, chair of the Constitution and Bylaws Committee, and co-chair of the Membership Committee. His employment as a reservationist for the Marriott and Disney continues to aid as a vehicle for strengthening his communication skills and knowledge of adaptive technology. In support of his desire to learn and grow within ACB, Joe extends his volunteer service to the national level by serving as a host for the ACB community and streams content for ACB media. The CCB president expresses interest in having Joe play a significant role in hosting webinars and serving as chair of the CCB Membership Committee.
14: Number, number one, I would love to thank the DKM committee for believing in me. I also want to thank my state president. Thank you, Mr. Gabe Griffin. When I um, look at uh, some of our leaders, I look through the past and also current. Like I'm always in awe how I just could pick up my phone and call Jeff Tom or Bob Acosta or or even Vita and all the, I'm so lucky to be around you guys of the ACB. And uh, just a small little story. uh, I became interested and Gabe appointed me chair of the membership uh, committee of uh, California. But I got my inspiration from Cindy Hollis So I want to thank you, Cindy, for inspiring me. You have a gift of bringing everyone together. I want that gift as well. Thank you. Thank you all. Greg Wansnider
2: resides in waukesha wisconsin and he represents the east as the 2022 dkm first timer he is an active and committed member of acb next generation and currently serves as chair of the public relations committee along with service on the convention committee greg has shared his abilities with the program committee and remains an encourager to affiliate members as a member of acb students Greg sits on the board of directors and utilizes his professional background in communication and strength of working well with others to be an asset. As a full-time student, Greg is pursuing an associate's degree in studying the Bible from Ethnos 360 Bible Institute of Waukesha, Wisconsin. His volunteer work includes teaching elementary-age children at his local church. Greg has a bachelor's degree in communication from Carroll University in Waukesha and serves on the Carroll University Alumni Council. Greg feels empowered to serve within the ACB community as a trained Zoom meetings and webinar host, as well as having the privilege of meeting other ACB members while serving as a community meeting facilitator. good evening
4: I'd like to uh, first of all first of all start by thanking the uh, DKM committee my name is Greg Juan Snyder from Waukesha Wisconsin and uh, I would like to thank the DKM committee um, chaired by Kenneth Simeon I'd like to thank um, Cindy Hollis Cindy um, I no, no offense to my parents, but I don't think I could have made it through uh, the COVID pandemic without the ACB community, and Cindy has just been a mentor and inspiration to me. I want to thank Amanda Selm, my next generation president for ACB Next Generation. For encouraging me to get on the elevator and always doing my elevator pitch for next generation. So Amanda, um, I thank you for your open door and uh, your invitation to allow me to lead. Um, and I just want to um, uh, just thank a few other people. Uh, Melanie Sinoe and um, I want to thank all the people um, in ACB students, including Olivia O'Connell, who also inspired me to uh, work um, for advocacy for um, people who are blind and visually impaired. So thank you all, and remember to always listen, learn, laugh, and love and be loud and I will continue to love loud and laugh loud forever. Thank you.
23: Okay, now we're going to move forward with recognizing our Morgan Chase leadership fellows and We're gonna begin with the class of 2020 and 2021, one behind the other, uh, mentioning their name and where they're from.
6: My name is Regina Marie Brink from Sacramento, California.
15: My name is Merrill Schechter and I'm from Windsor Mill, Maryland. Connie Sims from Sioux, Sioux Falls, South Dakota.
18: Good, e- good evening, everyone. I'm Wanda Woolaford from Trenton, New Jersey, and I'm a proud member of the J.P. Morgan Chase Class of 2020.
23: That was the class of 2020. Now we'll move on to the class of 2021
1: hey all i'm anthony corona from miami florida and blind pride international welcome welcome welcome
9: good evening everyone my name is natalie couch from louisville kentucky
16: good evening everyone my name is greg Lindbergh from wesley chapel florida
23: Before we proceed to the class of 2022, I do want to mention that we had one of our members of the class of 2020, Saja Kerala from Fairborn, Ohio, couldn't be with us today. We can still give applause. And from the class of 2021, we had Winter Renfro from Owensboro, Kentucky, who could not be with us tonight. Okay, now we'll proceed with the class of 2022.
2: Since 2016, the Durward K. McDaniel DKM Fund Committee seeks to identify and honor five ACB members who demonstrate leadership potential with the ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award on an annual basis, provided that funding is granted. To be considered for the award, Interested members must meet the following criteria. Age 18 or older, blind or visually impaired, a member in good standing, current on membership dues, agree to attend the entire convention, participate in daily general sessions and designated leadership-related sessions. Applicants also undergo an interview with members of the DKM committee. To apply for the ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows Award, applicants must submit a letter of application and have a State or Special Interest Affiliate President submit a letter of recommendation by the announced deadline. Recipients are selected in late April and are recognized during the annual opening general session of the ACB Conference and Convention. Recipients receive such amenities as complimentary registration fee, travel expenses, lodging, double occupancy, an invitation-only leadership fellow's reception, tickets to attend the ACB banquet, other special events, and a stipend for incidentals.
3: All right. Well, this organization enjoys a 10-year history with JP Morgan Chase, working on a myriad of issues related to accessibility of all of the digital assets that JP. Morgan has, be it web or web app, as well as access to physical bank branches and a myriad of other things. At the beginning of our relationship, partnership with JP Morgan they express an interest in investing in organizations that have a vision for the future of what they want to be what they wish to become they want to invest financially and through other means in organizations that would benefit from capacity building projects and so in this instance, we had discussions with the leaders within J.P. Morgan Chase, actually at senior levels of the, of the company, to talk with them about the need for the organization to develop a talent pipeline for future leaders at the national level. The fellows that you've met and whom you're going to meet represent nearly 40 individuals that have been given this very, I can't speak anymore, prestigious, that's the word, prestigious recognition by the American Council of the Blind and J.P. Morgan Chase since 2016. If you go back and look at those that have been awarded, you see committee chairs, state affiliate presidents, national board members, and officers. This program has helped to identify a number of excellent leaders, and under Kenneth's uh, excellent leadership and the the, the very strict uh, requirements for applying, um, we feel like we are identifying some of the best of the best that ACB has out in the nation to help bring forward for future, present and future leadership roles within the organization. So with that, I'd just like to extend once again a thank you to JPMorgan Chase for their continued support of this organization as we continue to, to evolve and grow. And I'll hand it back to Kenneth.
2: Introducing the class of 2022 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows. Judith Judy E. Brown, RN BSN, of Shoreline, Washington, is an enthusiastic and passionate member and advocate of Washington Council of the Blind, WCB, who courageously shares her time and abilities as a member of the Government Affairs Committee and co-chair of the Advocacy Committee. She served as vice president of her local chapter, United Blind of Seattle. Judy is the only legally blind, full-time working nurse at the University of Washington Medical Center, Northwest, in Seattle. She has a degree in nursing and a degree in biology with a minor in microbiology. She was a certified critical care nurse for 22 years and worked cardiac surgery, trauma, recovery room, pre-op, and now discharge planning. Judy has taken the lead on efforts to ensure that pharmacies in the state of Washington make prescription labels accessible to blind, low vision, and those who have print disabilities. She was instrumental in getting members of the House and Senate to sponsor a bill in support of achieving success. She formally requested the Pharmacy Board to pursue rulemaking for this issue, and the Board agreed to do so. Judy began to collaborate with other groups to support the initiative and wrote an amendment to the bill that was accepted. Judy, WCB, and other citizens are sure that the bill will be a success in the next session. As part of Judy's work on accessible voting issues, she is an active member of the King County Voting Disability Advisory Committee (DAC). Due to the work Judy has done with the King County Voting DAC, she has been invited to participate on the Washington Secretary of State's Voting DAC. This group advises the Secretary of State on disability voting issues.
10: Good evening, ACB, and shout out to Washington Council of the Blind. Let's hear you all right now. I wanna thank the committee for choosing me to be uh, an award winner tonight. And part of the reason I'm here at this convention is to work on connections on the accessible medication labeling project that we've been working on in Washington State to make this a national project because as we've been hearing all night long, accessibility is important to everyone. It's a health equity issue, it's a health justice issue, and we all need more accessible medication labels. Anybody who wants to partner with me or send me a message, please send an email to AccessibleLabels at gmail.com. Thank you very much, everyone.
23: Thank you, Judy.
2: Donette Dixon resides in Linwood, Washington, and she has been a member of the Washington Council of the Blind, WCB, since 2010. She currently serves as president of South King Council of the Blind, SKB, secretary of Snohomish County Council of the Blind, SCCB, chair of WCB First-Timer Committee, a member of the WCB Leadership Committee, and more. Donette serves on the national level in various capacities, including service on the ACB Women and ACB Membership Committees. Moreover, she works to assist several ACB Special Interest Affiliates, and she serves as First Vice President of ACB Diabetics in Action, ACBDA. In 2020, Donet initiated and made all necessary arrangements to launch the approved Washington Council of the Blind Diabetics Affiliate and was recently elected as President for a second term. It was and remains to be her desire to educate and empower WCB members who are diabetics. This year, Danette was selected as a cohort of the esteemed American Foundation for the Blind, AFB, Blind Leaders Development Program, BLDP, which is a nine-month fellowship program. She views this opportunity to be a fellow as a way to develop and fine-tune her leadership skills. Tanette volunteers her time and energy to host ACB community calls and is a member of the special membership of the Providing Outreach, Supporting, Sharing and Engaging, Posse, under the leadership of Cindy Hollis, ACB Manager of Member Engagement.
18: Hi, I just want to thank the DKM committee and... Okay, so now can you hear me? So I would like to thank the DKM committee and especially thank J.P. Morgan Chase, Washington Council of the Blind especially, Julie Brennan and immediate past president Denise Colley. And especially a special thank you goes out to the ACB community, Cindy Hollis, Glo- um, Colby, and Belinda. You know, I am so proud to be a member of ACB and WCB. Thank you.
2: Kristen Kelling of Grand Rapids, Michigan is the Secretary of Michigan Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, MCBVI, and Chair of the Affiliate Membership Committee. She serves as Membership Chair of her chapter, Visually Impaired Persons for Progress, VIPP, as well. Kristen holds membership in ACB Next Generation and appreciates sharing her personal knowledge and experience to ensure that she is a contributing member of the Board of Directors. Her committee's service extends to convention, membership, and co-chair of the Programs Committee. Kristen is known to be a team player, extremely attentive, understanding, and dependable. She is also a terrific Zoom host, and serves both the ACB Next Generation Affiliate and the ACB Community well. Kristen obtained her bachelor's degree in social work from Grand Valley State University. She has volunteered with disability advocates as a receptionist and then with the advocacy department, where she enhanced her ability to advocate more effectively. Kristen delightedly serves as president of her local Lions Club, as a youth leader at her church, and as chair of the Consumer Advisory Committee for Seniors and Individuals with Disabilities which is the advisory committee for the local transportation authority. She is eager to identify areas in which she can serve best.
8: (laughs) Okay, wow. Okay, so first of all, thank you to the DKM committee for being such awesome uh, people, easygoing to talk to, because frankly, when I was interviewed, I didn't know what I was getting into. (laughs) I had all sorts of thoughts about what that might be like um second I would have to thank Amanda Selm president of ACB Next Generation for believing in me for encouraging me to apply and for helping write that letter of recommendation frankly if somebody told me that I would be on this stage a year ago I probably would have thought you were crazy Um, so Thank you, J.P. Morgan Chase, and thank you, ACB.
2: Byron Lee of Minneapolis, Minnesota, began his ACB adventure in 2003 when he was asked to air his comedy music show, The Fun Zone, on ACB Radio. Shortly thereafter, he became a member and attended his first ACB of Illinois State Convention, where he assisted with capturing and recording the festivities. He then attended his first ACB National Convention in 2005, where he assisted the ACB radio team in gathering interviews and recordings from around the exhibit hall. Since then, Byron has energetically and enthusiastically served in countless areas within the American Council of the Blind, including providing his skills and expertise to support a number of affiliates. His service as an ACB Next Generation board member, along with being responsible for many of their successful programming and outreach campaigns. He is a member of Blind LGBT Pride International (BPI). Board of Directors, and serves on various committees. He demonstrates commitment and passion for advocacy and mentoring. He is a co-producer of Sunday Edition, Pride Connection, Community Call Streamer, and host, and ACB Media Team member. Byron is currently employed at ServiceNow as part of the Accessibility Engineering Team. Previously, he was an assistive technology specialist with Minnesota State Services for the Blind in the senior services unit.
17: Hey, you know, I got to tell you guys, ACB has, as you heard in that introduction, it has been a part of my life for a very long time. And um, I really wish I could be there with you guys in person. Um, But some personal stuff came up and I couldn't be there. But I love all of you. ACB is such a wonderful place for networking. I've gotten two jobs, thanks to ACB. One was, uh, when you heard earlier my demo- my uh, introduction, State Services for the Blind, David Tanner and I happened to start chatting at the BITS luncheon, and he was talking about what he was doing uh, and how they were looking for someone to work with seniors in the senior services unit. And uh, I, I applied for the job that he was temporarily filling in for, and I got it. Thanks to ACB. Leah Gardner um, helped me get a job with a company called ServiceNow. I've been there with, uh, with them for about three months now. And, um, you know, again, networking because of ACB. Um, Blind Pride International, Blind LGBT Pride International, was instrumental in helping me discover who I am. And thanks to them, I had a safe place where I could talk about my feelings and talk about what I was struggling with. And they, they, they accepted me unconditionally. They were my second family. And by extension, so is ACB. Um, I've given a lot of time to ACB because I want to pay it forward. Um, so many people in my life have helped me get a leg up in this world. And if I can give a fraction of that back, then that's what I wanna do. So thank you to uh, the J.P. Morgan Chase uh, Awards Committee for uh, giving me this award. Thank you to my mom who um, sadly passed away and I'd like to dedicate this award to her. She would be proud of me and uh, I wish she was here to see me get this award. And thank you to everyone who's been there for me in times of need, in times of struggle, in times of happiness and joy, in times of inside jokes that nobody would get unless you were there. Yeah, It was a had-to-be-there moment. Thank you so much to ACB for everything that you've given me.
2: (laughs) Cecily Laney Nipper resides in Covington, Georgia and she is the president of Georgia Council of the Blind, GCB. Cecily has graciously served to assist the ACB media team in producing conventions for affiliates. She has participated in producing over 10 affiliate conventions. Her roles have included filling in the master convention calendar to help allocate ACB media resources, monitoring the webinar Zoom Room during the convention, coordinating hosts and streamers, meeting with the affiliate in advance to help prepare them, and compiling invitations and supporting documents to help the conventions to be a success. She is a longtime member of the East Georgia Chapter of GCB, in which she reports that her service areas have included being on the GCB Board of Directors, hospitality, program, and membership committees. She continues chapter service as chair of the program and membership committees. In addition, Cecily has served as chapter secretary several times as vice president and became president as well. She demonstrates her commitment by remaining active and participating in local and statewide endeavors. While working as a teacher and missionary, She earned her associate's degree in secretarial studies, and she acquired employment as an administrative assistant in a periodontal office. Cecily aspires to become secretary of the American Council of the Blind.
19: I would like to thank the DKM committee, especially Chair Kenneth Simeon, for considering me and and selecting me for this fellowship. I'm truly honored. I hope to gain. Oh
10: dear, okay.
19: (laughs) I hope to gain a lot from this leadership training this week. Just the opportunity to have assistance in coming to convention has meant so much to me. It's so great to be here with you all and to meet everyone from the community that I've only heard your voice before, and now I've met you in person, yes. And I'd like to thank my state affiliate, the Georgia Council of the Blind, for being here too, supporting me right along. I really appreciate y'all, so thank you very much.
23: Okay, I wanted to make one more acknowledgement. We had one of our class members who was not able to join us for the in-person convention. um, And we wanted to make sure that we mentioned Becky Dunkerson from Des Moines, Iowa. Let's give applause, please. So I say congratulations to all of our three classes and thanks to my DKIM committee members who worked really hard to make things happen this year. And they are Anthony Acamini, Ted Boardman, Betsy Grinovich, Zelda Gebhardt, Donna Browning, Sheila Young, Frank Ventura, and my mind just went blank. <laughs> what is the last one? Okay, Melanie Olsen-Nohi, oh great <laughs> committee member, yes. okay. Thank you all, if I forgot anyone, I'm, I apologize.
0: Have a great evening, great convention. Thank you, Kenneth, and thank you, Eric. Let's hear it for the J.P. Morgan Chase Fellows and DKM first timers, Woo! And really, a special thank you to Kenneth. Uh, if, if you have had an opportunity to work with Kenneth on anything, this man is prepared, he is thorough, and he does excellent work. let it for Kenneth and his team. <clears throat> All right, next, I think we're going to try to get back and see if we can hear from our three life members that we did not have a chance to hear from earlier so i'm going to cross my fingers and my toes and i'm going to see if we can hear from butch arnold who again was the original president of b flag which is now blind pride lgbtq international so butch hopefully we've got you
23: dan butch
16: is butch is no longer with us
0: Oh, okay. I, I mean, mean, I didn't make you, you mean. You that mean, the way you mean on sound. Zoom?
3: I know you mean on Zoom.
16: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm sorry,
0: Butch. <laughs> oh boy! But
6: Patsy is here.
0: Very good. Well, let's hear from Patsy, and maybe if, if Butch is listening to us, he can try to get back on. So. Uh, hopefully he is still with us, he's just not on Zoom. And um, let us hear from Patsy Harlan, so Patsy.
16: Dan, unfortunately we're not, not able to overcome this feedback loop.
0: All right, thank you so much, Rick. And so I just want to again, I want to go through then real quickly, and we need uh, to recognize Butch Arnold, Patricia, Patsy Harlan, and Jane Toleno. being Lifetime members as well as Dixie Sanderson. So for all four of them, let's give them a big round of applause. Thank you for, for becoming a Life member. Now I would like to introduce Brian Charlson, our chair of our nominating committee from Watertown, Massachusetts, who will present our slate of candidates, five Board of Directors and three Board of Publication Directors for this year's slate of candidates. Brian Charleston. Hello everyone.
13: Thank you, Dan. I'm pleased to represent the 2022 ACB Nominating Committee. As chair of that committee, I was assisted by several individuals in putting together the Zoom meeting and all virtual meeting of this committee. I had the assistance of Denise Colley, ACB secretary, Deb Cook-Lewis, ACB first vice president. Also, we had the assistance of ACB CFO, who assisted in acting as she has and will continue to act throughout this convention. That's our own Nancy Becker. And as our Zoom room host, we had the president of the Florida Council of the Blind and member of the nominating committee, Ms. Young. I want to thank all four of them for assisting in this process. The meeting took place over two and three quarters hours and required six roll call votes. By last count, we had more than 95% participation by our affiliates. Uh, and only had one individual who was not allowed in the closed meeting because of tardiness. So let me get on with the nominations. We have five positions for the board and three for the Board of Publications. The first board position was Connie Sims of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. She is a medical massage practitioner. The second position, Jeff Tom from Sacramento, California. He's a retired state employee of the state of California. The third position, Gabriel Lopez Cafedi. He is from Miami Lakes, Florida, and his occupation is academic advisor and life coach. The fourth position, Terry Pacheco of Silver Spring, Maryland. And she's an alternate format and accessibility specialist for the Federal Communications Commission. The fifth position, Rachel Schroeder from Springfield, Illinois. She's an Assistive Technology Specialist. That rounds up the five ACB board positions. Now for the Board of Publications, three positions. The first, Zelda Gephardt. And she's from Edgeley, South Dakota, or pardon me, North Dakota. And her occupation, Director of Outpatient Services. Second position, Penny Reader of Montgomery Village, Maryland, retired trainer of access technology. The third and final Board of Publications position, Cache Wells of Jacksonville, Florida, and she lists her occupation as author. That completes the nominees. Please remember that nominations can be made from the floor and the voting process has been described quite well through many, many different avenues. Please take the time to be in place for each election being held throughout the convention. That completes my report, Mr. President. I return the chair to you.
0: Guys, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do it well. I know we are. And at this point in time, I would like to introduce our ACB secretary, Denise Colley from Richmond, Texas, to do our roll call. Welcome, Denise. Thank
15: you. There, can y'all hear me? Yes. Can y'all hear me in Zoom land?
7: I don't know. Oh, all right.
15: Are we ready?
5: Wait. ready so yeah, I it. I it.
20: Yeah.
15: Delegates, delegates. Alabama, three votes. Good evening, my name is Michael Talley and I'm proud to represent the Alabama Council of the Blind. And tell me who your delegate and alternate, please.
0: Uh, I am the delegate and Rhonda Trott is the alternate. Thank you.
15: Arizona, one vote.
24: Hello, this is John McCann, past president of the Arizona Council of the Blind. I am here as Arizona's delegate and our alternate delegate is Melanie Altsunohi, who is at convention, a rock star in her own right, uh, the next generation. So um, let's have a great convention, guys.
15: Arkansas, two
8: votes. Good evening, Omaha. This is Rita Reese Whiting, president of the Arkansas Council of the Blind, sending you greetings from the natural state. I will be the delegate, and our alternate delegate will be Sandra Edwards everyone have a fantastic convention
15: thank you California 21 votes
25: Uh, good evening everyone Uh, this is Steve Bauer I will be the alternate delegate Uh, Gabe Griffith will be our delegate and uh, from the California Council of the Blind. We've been very busy this year with uh, lots of legislative activity, working on a bill to uh, make uh, things safer for blind folks with respect to scooters. Also working on a uh, pilot project to get uh, mental health services for blind folks more available. And uh, we did take a bit of a loss this week with our effort to get electronic uh, ballot return legislation going, but we're going to keep fighting. So we uh,
15: All right. Thank you. Colorado, one vote. We will call them one more time in the next roll call. Connecticut, one vote. Connecticut, this is Ellen Telker. I am the delegate. Our alternate is Ellie Pauls and our nominating committee person is Eileen Akers. D.C. Council, five votes. Okay. No D.C.? All right. Okay, Delaware. Oh, I guess our delegate is not here, I'm sorry. Um, can you hear me? Yes. I have a new headset. This
19: is Beverly Wyland. I'm the alternate delegate for Delaware uh, DCBVI, Delaware Council of the, uh, the Blind and Visually Impaired. Um, we have given a donation to ACB Media for all their wonderful work. Oh, and our
15: delegate is either. Deborah Trevino. Mm-hmm. Florida, 23 votes. Good evening. Sheila Young is proud to be the delegate for Florida. Mikey Wiseman is
19: the alternate. We are both here.
15: Florida is the sunny state for shady people. That came from my vice president, okay? Um, Anyway, and we are proud to donate $500 to ACB Media and $500 to the Braille Forum. Oh, Austin!
19: Georgia, five votes. Mm -hmm. This is Cecily Nipper, proud to represent the Peach State as the delegate. Our alternate delegate is Phil Jones. Thank you, Cecily.
15: All right, Hawaii, three votes.
4: Hawaii delegate is Art Cabanilla. Alternate delegate is Natalie Barrett. Hawaii, as usual we'd love to donate $2,000 to the ACB General Fund, $2,000 to the Braille Forum, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, the uh, ACB Radio, 500 to the Braille Forum, 500 to students, and 1,000 to the DKM.
1: Okay. Wow.
24: Aloha.
1: Mahalo.
15: Boy, we love you guys in Hawaii. <laughs> Illinois, three
1: votes. Good evening from the home of the 2021 WNBA champion, Chicago Sky. <laughs> I, 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 he turned me down, I see. I'm Ray Campbell, I'm the delegate for Illinois. Our alternate is Maureen Hennigan, H-E-N-E-G-H-A-N. We are both here in person. Um, and um, we will see every one of you in 2023 in Schumberg.
15: Thank you. Indiana, four votes.
11: This is Rita Kirsch. Um, I'm the president and I'm the delegate for ACB of Indiana. Keira Goodman is our alternate delegate. Uh, And we want to invite you all to our joint convention with our neighbor, the Ohio affiliate, in November in Bloomington, Indiana.
15: Iowa, three votes.
24: This is Don Worth. I am the alternate. Norma Bogie is our delegate, and we invite you to visit us at the Marketplace on Tuesday and Wednesday morning.
15: Kansas, three votes.
12: This is Michael Byington, President of the Kansas Association of the Blind and Visually Impaired. I am here in person, and I will be the delegate Our immediate past president, my lovely wife, Ann Byington, uh, will be the alternate. And this year, I just have a virtual wife here. (laughs) Oh, now, wait a minute. I'm in trouble now. (laughs) (laughs) Kentucky.
10: Kentucky, 13 votes. This is Carla Rushevel, treasurer of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. The Kentucky Council of the Blind is very pleased to have increased a vote in membership this year because we chartered our ninth chapter, the South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind. Uh, They were a member of KCB years ago, and they are back, and we are very pleased to have them. Also, the Kentucky Council of the Blind is donating $500 to ACB Media for their outstanding work, both here and throughout the year on uh, keeping everyone informed on what's going on. Thank you, ACB Radio. I am serving as delegate, and our alternate delegate is uh, Matt Selm, our very fine president. And Matt is from Next Generation. So thank you very much, and we're pleased to be here.
7: Bluegrass, three votes. This is Adam Rushable from the Bluegrass Council of the Blind, a thoroughbred organization in the center of the thoroughbred horse capital of the world, and I am the delegate and also I am the alternate delegate. Thank you.
15: <laughs> is that what you call split personality or <laughs>
9: Louisiana, three votes. Good evening everybody. This is Teresa Curry. I am the delegate from Louisiana. My better half Pierre is my alternate. And of course, of course we have no chairs. So we're just sitting here enjoying our in air conditioning and beignets and cafe au lait this year. But we're gonna have a great convention. Maine, two votes.
15: All right, we'll try them again later. Maryland, three votes. I, Cindy LeVon, will be delegate and past president, and Patsy Harlan, our new lifetime
11: member, is our alternate delegate. Yay.
15: Massachusetts or Bay State Council, seven votes.
13: Bay State Council of the Blind, Delegate, immediate Past President, Brian Charlson, Alternate Delegate. Are uh, very proud to have her as part of our team, the ACB. Uh, well, the president mentioned her to be in with, didn't she? Cheryl Cummings, the uh, chair of our diversity efforts in ACB. We're proud to be here once again, although we only have two people present at the convention to our knowledge, except we do count Rick as a superdelegate for Bay State Council.
11: <laughs> Michigan, five votes. Good evening, everyone. This is Lindsay Lavier. I am proud to represent the Michigan Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired as their delegate and our alternate delegate is Jennifer Bowling. And a fun fact about Michigan is that Michigan is the only one that has an authentic Dutch windmill operating in the United States. We hope you all have a wonderful convention. Thank you. Thank you.
15: Okay, next group, Minnesota. Three votes. Uh.
19: (laughs) ACB of Minnesota, the land of 10,000 lakes or more. Delegate, Patty Slobby. Alternate, Colleen Kitagawa. Mm -hmm. And we have donated $1,000 to the James R. Olson Memorial Scholarship Fund. (laughs) Yay!
15: (laughs) Mississippi
14: for votes. All right, Mississippi. Ralph Smitherman is the delegate, and the delightful, urbane Sean Barrett is our alternate delegate, and we are both at convention.
15: Missouri, 22 votes. Good evening, everyone.
8: I'm Naomi Sewell, president of the Missouri Council of the Blind, and. Oh. <laughs> I am your delegate, and
15: Kay Malmquist, who is also a new lifetime member, is our alternate. Oh, right here, okay. Thank you, Naomi. Nebraska, one vote. Nebraska,
7: the N stands for knowledge. (laughs) Yes, I I had to get that out again, guys. It's been been two years. Um, Nebraska, I will be the delegate. I'm Jim Yurok, that's J-I-R-A-K, and I think I win the award for coming, being the closest. I only came six miles. <laughs> Alternate delegate came a little bit further, Chris Brenforter, uh, and we thank you for being here.
15: Nevada, two votes. This is Donna Seliger, and yes, I still live in Iowa. However, I am the delegate for Nevada. At this time, we have no alternate, and I thank you very much. New Jersey, two votes.
18: Hi everyone, I'm Wanda Willifer, president of the New Jersey Council of the Blind. I am the delegate, and I'm here in person. This is my first in-person convention ever I'm really really happy to be here and our alternate is Miss Ruth Williams and she's virtual and uh, ah, thing about New Jersey we are the diner capital of the world so that means you can get an omelet any time of the day but thank you guys Um, have a great convention
15: oh and the amount of money
18: I didn't say didn't say any money okay
5: thank you (laughs) (laughs) hey we're
15: twins Yeah, we got, the, we got the money lady over here, you know, she wants, she want gets money wherever she can get it, you know. <laughs> oh New York, eight votes.
5: Hi,
21: this is Yasmin Campbell, and I am the delegate, and our alternate delegate is Jean Mann. This is my first convention, and I'm excited for what's ahead this week. Thanks.
15: Welcome, Yasmin. Awesome. North Carolina, four votes.
16: My name is Chris Bell. That's B-E-L-L. that's spell it. Uh, <laughs> and I, am, I am the immediate past president, and uh, I'm here in person. And our uh, uh, alternate delegate is Becky Davidson, NCCB's first vice president, and she is also present. Thank you.
15: North Dakota, six votes.
25: Yes, uh, Madam Secretary, Alan Peterson. Uh, uh, we're home of the Thundering Herd, the North Dakota State Bison. Uh, we're, we've won so many college cha- championships, we're beginning to lose count. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, I am the delegate and uh, Zelda Gephardt, oh, tra- trampuses are alternate. Okay, Trampus Brown is our alternate. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, the land of, uh, of uh, amber, uh, waving, amber waves of grain. Uh, in our case, it's uh, hard spring wheat. If you've eaten pasta or, wheat, or bread, you've likely eaten our products.
15: Ohio, nine votes.
16: Hi, this is Brant Adams. I'm here in person with my lovely wife, who is also in person. She, I'm the delegate, and I, I bring up my lovely wife because she's the alternate delegate, um, Tanya Adams. And we're here representing the great state of OH! Hi!
17: OH! <laughs> OH! H.
15: Oklahoma, 19 votes. Me.
4: Yeah, somebody got in front of it. It down. There you go. Bend it down.
10: I'm going to be after all. Oh, okay,
7: that's fine. Oh,
18: okay. Okay. My name is Kay Love. I'm
15: the Oklahoma president of the Council of the Blind and my, uh, I'll be the delegate, and our uh, alternate delegate is Jay Dowdna. We are not twins, J and K. We are not twins. <laughs> That's cute. But uh, the fun fact about Oklahoma, and since we've all been eating so much food. I thought that you might like to know that the first Girl Scout cookie was sold in Muskogee, Oklahoma, in 1917. Really?
21: Whoa! <laughs> it's all their
15: fault. I always thought there was. <laughs> I always thought there was something good about Oklahoma. You know. Oregon, six votes. This is Hi. Teresa Christian. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can, I can hear you. All right. Teresa. So Carrie Muth, our state president, is there in person, and she is the delegate, and I am the alternate delegate.
18: Hi, everybody. Okay, okay. is that better? Y- yeah. You had to walk far. <laughs> <laughs> All the way from Oregon. <laughs> yeah, exactly, from the coast of Oregon. So I'm Carrie Muth, the president of the... ACB of Oregon. My, I'm the delegate. My alternate is Teresa Christian. Thank you, Teresa, for coming on briefly because I didn't get up here because I needed some sighted assistance. Thank you. <laughs> we are known as the Beaver State. So, of course, we have the OSU Beavers and also U of o, Ducks. Yay. Go yeah, Ducks. Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> and interesting fact, we are the only state With an image on both sides of our flag, the back of our flag has the beaver on it. Thank you. And this is my first ever in-person convention. I've been
15: so excited! Yay! Thank you. All right. Yeah. Right. Pennsylvania, eight votes. Hi, this is Chris Hunsinger from Pennsylvania. I am the candidate. I mean the um, the what? (laughs) <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the delegate and Kathy Long is the alternate. I want to invite anyone who wants to come to our convention and conference at the end of October the 27th through the 30th. It's virtual, you can all come. It's Accelerate Your Trip to Independence and um, that's our theme. And so look for the information about it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) South Dakota, three votes.
13: Hello, are you hearing me? Yes. Okay, this is Dan Marshall. I am the delegate, my wife, Christy,
14: is the alternate delegate. And just a little bit about South Dakota, we have the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits and the University of South Dakota
13: Coyotes. And so that's about all we have to say.
15: Denise, this is Connie from South Dakota, the president, and our SDAB is also donating $200 to the ACB media. And then we do have our traveling mascot with us, the traveling bear. So come find the traveling bear. It will be traveling around with me throughout the week, so thank you.
19: Tennessee, six votes. Hello, this is Jeannie Johnson from Tennessee Council of the Blind. Our delegate is Robert Spangler, who is also our secretary. I am the alternate delegate. Uh, we thought Robert was going to be there in person, but he could only be with us virtually. And we are very proud of Tennessee. We're having our first convention in person since before COVID. It's going to be in August in the charming city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. and. We have something for everyone in Tennessee, from our warm hospitality to our great food, mountains, major and minor sports, including motor motor sports and music. So come on, come all. We look forward to seeing y'all real soon, and we are giving $100 to... The Braille Forum, DKM, and oh my gosh, I'm having a brain fog. Um, uh, oh, the Brenda Dillon walk, sorry. Okay, there you go. You know, I, I,
15: I got to back up just a second because I wanted to say South Dakota has all my money because of all the Black Hills gold jewelry I've bought. Oh
5: my God. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs>
15: Texas. And my new home, 10 votes.
10: Yes, and welcome. We're glad to have you. This is Peggy Garrett, president of ACB Texas, and I am the delegate. And my wonderful husband, Michael Garrett, is the uh, alternate. And we want to invite you all to our convention, which is coming up the end of August. We will not be virtual this year, however, our auction will be, it is going to be on August the 21st, so stay tuned for some great chances to get some really good deals. And we have already sent in $250 for the DKM, uh, I'm sorry, for the Braille Form tickets, and also $250 for the ACB General Funds. Utah, 12 votes.
19: This is Sandy Rukinich. I am the delegate from the great state of Utah, the fastest growing state in the nation. My alternate delegate is Anna Jeffrey. We are both virtual. And an interesting fact about Utah, this year we are celebrating the 175th anniversary of when the pioneers pioneers
15: entered the Salt Lake Valley. Vermont, three votes. Well, good. I hope they'll share it with us. (laughs) The maple
20: syrup. (laughs) No Tom Frank? Virginia, two votes. All right, Virginia. I'm Donna Browning.
15: I'm the delegate and Samuel. It is the alternate, and we're both here in person, and we're... Loving ACB convention. We're excited to be back. Yay! yay. <laughs> Washington, 16 votes.
26: Ooh, yay. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Julie Brannan and I'm president of WCB. I will, be, I will be the delegate and our alternate will be Andy Arbertson, our first vice. I just have to say something because Washington's proud, and I know we're not supposed to be proud because it goes before fall, but we're really proud to have two out of five J.P. Morgan Chase winners yeah. this year. woohoo! woo-hoo. <laughs> and that, and that means Washington's a leader. Yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, we already knew that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're also—I just want to share with you too. We have, actually, in person, 19 members here wow. this year. So that's huge, too. Thank you. Thank you very much.
15: West Virginia, one vote.
20: Oh,
26: oh, wait a minute, hold on. Uh, This is Donna Brown, president of the Mountain State Council of the Blind. That's West Virginia, in case you didn't know. Uh, I am the... Oh, I just said I'm (laughs)
15: president.
26: Sorry, there's an echo, and it's very distracting. Um, I am the delegate, our alternate delegate is Jackie Proctor, I I am here in person and I bet West Virginia is the only state that has five seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall and deer season. Uh, Also, we want to donate $200 to ACB Media, again, for their wonderful support of affiliate conventions. Uh, We did purchase a Braille Forum, the winning Braille Forum drawing ticket, and we are also going to donate an additional $50 to the Braille Forum.
15: Thank you.
4: All right, Donna.
15: Give us a a ticket from Alan sold the winning ticket. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Nancy sold the winning ticket last year. Wisconsin, one vote.
9: Um, I'm Peter Heidi. I'm the um, delegate for Wisconsin. And our alternate delegate is Kathy Hujak, H-U-D-Z-I-A-K. And, uh, and my name is ended with an E, not an I. <coughs> Um, Just a uh, note of automotive history that uh, Wisconsin was the home of Nash Motors, which was the first company to put seatbelts in all of its vehicles long before, long before the uh, seatbelt requirement came in. They were also the first ones to put air conditioning in.
15: Wyoming, one vote. Wyoming? One vote?
5: So we will be calling
15: Wyoming one more time.
25: Madam Secretary, this is Alan Peterson from North Dakota Association of the Blind. I forgot and I neglected to say that we are donating $500 to the, for the barrel form. So.
15: From North Dakota?
25: North Dakota Association Thank of the Blind. Thank you. Yeah.
15: All right, AABL, six votes.
24: This is Jeff Tom, president for three more weeks of the Alliance on Aging and Vision Laws.
15: <laughs> He's counting the weeks now.
24: <laughs> in the last four years, though, we have grown from 24 members to 147 senior power members. Woo-hoo! I will be the delegate in person, of course, and Doug Powell, the alternate is virtual. Thank you.
15: teachers. Two votes. This is Tabitha Brecky. I'm the president of the American Association of Blind Teachers,
11: and I am the delegate, and April Martin is our alternate, and you can find out more about our organization at blindteachers.net, and we invite you to join
15: us for our affiliate programming during the convention. Attorneys, two votes.
16: This is Chris Prentice, President of the American Association of Visually Impaired Attorneys, where our legal arguments are always out of sight, but never out of mind. (laughs) (laughs) I am the President and Delegate in person, and Steve Mendelson, our past
4: President, is our alternate delegate.
15: ACB Diabetics.
4: Good evening, Madam Secretary. This is Tom Tobin, President of ACB Diabetics in Action, and also... Uh, the proud first-place leaders in the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk. Um, We are having an interesting case of attrition here. So uh, Terry Suarez, our delegate, is taken ill. She's here, but she's ill. And Charles Domborete from California had sprained his ankle. So I will be representing ACB Diebacks in Action for as long as uh, we need to. So thank you.
15: Yep. Oh, another another split personality, what can I say? I, 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 I want to know how you can be a delegate and an alternate at the same time. That's, that's gotta be a real trick. <laughs> <laughs> families, four
11: votes. Good evening everyone, my name is Natalie Couch. I will be serving as ACB Families Delegate and our alternate will be Teresa Petri.
15: Government employees, one vote. Hi, I'm Renee
10: Zelikson, and I will be the delegate and also an alternate delegate. And <clears throat> I've been performing that okay. trick for quite some time. <laughs> and <clears throat> I hope to be I hope to be re, be able to um, to
15: uh, contact the uh, Employment Task Force. Um, ACBG's goal is to uh, redefine uh, 508 compliance in the workplace. Um, and I have written some uh,
18: documentation about that, and hope to mo- be able to move forward with it,
15: with um, uh, s- consulting with the employment task force. Thank you. Thank you, Renee. A C B Lions, lying and I can't talk. A C B Lions, four votes.
26: Uh, okay, there we go.
15: Uh, This is Marsha Farah. I'm the
26: proud Vice President of ACB Lions, Topaz sponsors of this convention. Uh, And we uh, welcome all members who would like to know more about Lions to join us on our monthly call. I, I will be the delegate. Mitch Pomerant is the alternate delegate.
11: ACB Next Generation, for boats. Hey, y'all. This is Amanda Stelm. Can you hear me? Yes. yes all right. Well, this is Amanda Film. I'm proud to be representing uh, my affiliate virtually this year. I miss you all so much. I'm sad I'm not in Omaha with you. Our delegate is Cassie Trosper. She is also attending virtually. Um, we are the proud recipients of one of the affiliate growth awards last year we're going for our second so y'all better watch out we are also proud to currently be in the top five for the brenda Dillon memorial walk so watch out sugar warriors we're on your trail and florida hurricanes We're on your trail and we are also very proud to have produced not one two or three but seven in combination seven um recipients of either the jp morgan chase or a leadership fellow or the DK and first timers in the last two years since this pandemic started. I can't name all of you all cause I will forget you, but I love you all. And we are so blessed to be a part of ACB and we want to thank everybody for our support, your support. Thank
15: you, Amanda. <laughs> Radio amateurs, one vote.
14: Hello. Can you hear me?
15: I can hear you, yes.
14: Okay, this is Harvey Hagee. I am president of ACB Radio Amateurs. I am the delegate. Marsha Moses is the alternate delegate and we are both virtual. I would also like to take this opportunity to humbly apologize to the convention for the feedback issue during Patsy Harlan's Life Members presentation. That was my fault. We are logged in on we are logged in on separate computers and it was feeding back through the speaker on my computer in the other room. I tried to get to it in time to turn the volume down, but I couldn't. Okay.
15: Thank you. Yes. ACB students? Okay. Just like Aaron. <laughs> Okay, Blind Pride, seven votes.
1: All right, I am so used to a take two being a radio person. All right, Corona, like the beer, not like that pesky other thing we hate. Um, although we are two days past Pride Month, we are so proud to have multiple candidates running this year from Brian Pride. And um, I am the delegate, last year's, one of last year's JP Morgan, and Byron Lee, one of this year's JP Morgan, will be the alternate, so thank you so much.
15: Oh, uh, no, you're right,
26: you're right,
15: verified. I forgot BITS, that's who I forgot. Hello,
11: I am Irvine Hughes, president of BITS Blind Information Technology Specialist. Chris Mai is our alternate delegate. And from BITS, we wish everyone,
15: both virtual and in person, a successful, happy convention. Ah, You guys had a great program this morning, too. It was awesome.
19: Braille Revival League, 10 votes hi everyone this is jane corona the treasurer of the braille revival league i am the delegate i am virtual um our president paul edwards is the alternate delegate he is there in omaha and the braille revival league would like everybody to remember that braille gives feeling to words
6: and the braille revival league brl is all capitals (laughs)
15: There's a story behind that one (laughs) CCLVI, eight votes This is Patty Cox CCLVI delegate will be Patty Cox Alternate delegate is Zelda Gaphardt no. yeah, you are. <laughs> we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah, we did, okay. And um, CCLVI donated $100 to the auction for shipping. <clears> $100 <throat> auction. Friends in Art for votes.
12: This is Michael Byington, treasurer of Friends in Art. No, I am not a delegate or an alternate, and cannot be because I am with a state affiliate, but I do happen to know that Michael Mandel, our president, is our delegate, and Jack Link is our alternate.
15: Thank you. Guide Dog users, 16 votes. Hello, this is Sarah Calhoun, president of Guide Dog users. Uh, I am the delegate And our alternate delegate is Maria Hansen, who's the first vice president. And we invite anyone who's interested or has a guide dog or is looking to get a guide dog to uh, visit our website at gdui.org. And we wish everyone to have a wonderful convention. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Ivy, one vote. Hello, this is Carla Hayes. I'm currently the recording secretary of Ivy, and Jeanette Gerard is going to be serving as our delegate, and I will be serving as our alternate, and Ivy would like to cordially invite you to the Ivy Business Expo, which is going to be on Monday from 230 to 515,
9: and appropriately, it's going to be in the merchant room of the Hilton because we are merchants. I thought that was good. So please come, everybody, and see what we do. Thank you. Library users, seven votes. This is Judy Wilkinson, president of Library Users. I am the delegate. Sharon Strakowski, virtually, will be our alternate delegate. Lua is delighted to invite you tomorrow following the delightful presentation of Mr. Jason Broughton here in the morning, the NLS director. You can come and meet him at one o'clock in room 213. I'm excuse me, two eleven, where we will be holding our first session, followed by a session where you can learn everything you didn't know your library offered. Then on Tuesday, proud Pearl sponsors as we are, we will welcome the narrator, Ray Fouché, who will have spoken to us in the morning. But again, you can come hear him talk to us at one o'clock in 2.15. And later that afternoon, come and discuss the book, Their Plant Eyes by Leona Godin. Thank you, and thank you, <laughs> thank you, Judy. RSVA, 18
10: votes. Randall Shepherd Vendors of America. Artist Bazin is a delegate and first vice president. And our alternate is Scott Egan, our president. And we'd like to, you to have some fun tomorrow night. Come and join us and hear our wonderful comedian and join us for karaoke. Sounds like fun. <laughs> Viva, one vote.
6: This is Dave Dallin, and I will be the delegate, and Tyson Ernst will be the alternate.
15: All right, thank you. All right, Colorado, one vote. I'm calling the ones that didn't respond initially. Colorado, one vote. Okay, DC Council, five votes.
24: Uh, Reverend Ray Razor, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Reverend Ray Razor, I am the delegate. The alternate delegate is my beautiful wife, Miss Renee Sewell Razor. Um, this past year, we just had uh, last month our first Braille. Uh, we have a virtual Braille class every Thursday, and we just had our first graduation of Fifteen uh, persons, and our keynote speaker was Miss Jane Corona. We also started something called TED program, is tickets uh, in entertainment for person with disability, where we have a committee of parents that take uh typical children as well as person kids with disability and sighted kids we get free tickets and all and take them to the circus and different places like that right now so a universal soul circus is here we also started a um newsletter that's a newsletter that's called uh a a vision review and um I think that's about it. And we're going to donate a hundred dollars to the to to the uh, the, uh, the media, and we're going to donate a hundred dollars to um, the uh, general
15: uh, fund. So you said uh, a hundred dollars it. to ACB Media and a hundred to the general fund? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you.
24: Thank you. Oh, one other thing. We went from twenty. We went from twenty six members last year to this year, hundred and thirty
15: one members. Delaware, one vote.
19: Oh, I did respond, but I wanted to say something. I'm, this is Beverly Wyland, the alternate del- delegate. And I think I already talked to you, but I I did want
15: to add that. Oh, you did. Okay. I did want to add, though, I'm glad you called, because it's about money. Um,
19: It's $200. I'm the treasurer, and I sent it into ACB Media. Um, I'm new at this, and I didn't know we were supposed to announce the amount. Maine, one vote. No,
15: two votes. Maine, two votes. Vermont, three votes.
21: This is Tom Frank
25: and I have delegate, Jerry Doody, the vice delegate, and I heard everything, but can't get into the room. So I know you love Vermont
16: maple syrup.
15: Yeah, I want some. (laughs) (laughs) I could get in, but I tried. I went through CCLBI, who comes to the rescue. Well, there you go. See. Wyoming, one vote. No Wyoming?
4: ACB students, one vote. Hello, <gasps> my name is Greg Wansnider and I am not the delegate or the alternate delegate with ACB students, but Erin Espinoza is our delegate and I'm not sure, quite sure who, our alternate delegate is, or how much money um, we can give anybody. But um, I want to, I'm on the board of directors, and I want to encourage people uh, to come to our student-led discussion tomorrow from 2.30 to 3.45 in room 208 in the Convention Center. Um, And uh, look us up on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and our all new TikTok channel. That all you can find at ACB Students.
15: Yeah, we have Aaron as the delegate and Olivia O'Connell as the alternate.
4: And that sounds correct. Thank you very Thank much, you Madam.
15: Thank you very much, Mr. Chair. That completes the roll call.
0: Thank you so much, Denise. Thank you, everyone. It's been a wonderful opening session, and we stand in recess till tomorrow morning, Sunday, July 3rd at 8.30. Thank you, and have a good evening.